manna uh, is one of my one of the funniest words to me in the Bible because it literally means what is it? Like they, they, the, the people of Israel, uh, they're 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 out, they're they're on the way to the promised land, and they start complaining about being hungry. Right? They, they don't have anything to eat, and they start crying out, you know. And, and there there's some real drama queens in this group because instantly they start to mind, it, it, we're just going to die out here. Why did God save us? So he could, as if God is just going to go through all this trouble to get them out of Egypt just to let them starve to death. Cause, cause he didn't already cause all the plagues and part the Red Sea and, and take care of them in so many incredible ways to bring them out there that now, well, I mean, he did all those things, but he's not capable of feeding you while you're out here. No, he's going to take care of those things. But even though they, they start complaining, we go to Moses with all this. Moses asks God, and God says, all right, I'll feed them. I'll take care of them. And, and the next morning, they, they come out, and there's this stuff on the ground. And they literally go, what, what is this stuff? And they don't, they don't know what to name it, so they just call it, what is it? Or, in other words, manna. And uh, that, that's just such a funny description to me. But, you know, they, they go pick up all this manna. They can make bread out of it, and they can feed themselves. And at night, they get the quail. Um, and, and so God provides for them. God takes care of them. Um, but of course, he gives them some rules. And, and even in the midst of taking care of them, he, he wants to teach them. He wants to, to remind them to trust him, to, to rely on him, to, to be dependent on him. And so he tells them, every morning, this is going to be out here. And, and I want you to get just enough for today. Don't, don't hoard it. Don't stockpile it. Don't try and save up so you can take care of yourself. I want you to depend on me. And of course, there's people that don't listen. And so they, they take more than they need. They take more than they're going to eat that day. And when they try and go get it the next day, like, all right, I saved up. I don't have to go gather today. I, I have plenty right here. They open up and it's full of worms. It's bad. It's, they can't eat it. It's no good. And they have to go out and pick it again. Now, God does something really cool, though, just, just to really emphasize the fact that you're dependent on me and this is going to work how I say it's going to work. For five days, they're only supposed to get enough for that day. But on the sixth day, he tells them, to get double because the seventh day is going to be Sabbath. You're not going to go out and gather. You're not going to go out and work. I'm going to give you double. How, how much sleep was lost on those six nights, right? For, for five days, they've seen it. If anybody keeps this stuff, it gets disgusting and it's ruined and we, you can't eat it the next day. And yet God told us to, to get double. So I got a whole bunch in there and, and it has to be good tomorrow. I'm not going to have anything to eat. I'm sure there were some, some long nights for some of those folks. And, and what God is trying to do is, Teach them to trust. Teach them to not have those sleepless nights, to trust. Like, all right, no, it's, it's day six, so it's going to be good in the morning. And you know what it is? When they wake up, it's not full of, of worms, and it's still good for eating. And, and yeah, there's some people who still go looking for it. Seventh day, they're going to go gather some manna, right? Well, God brings it every morning, and it'll still be here, right? Seventh day, it's not there. Day one, two, three, four, five, six, it's there. Not seven. He's teaching them to trust him. He's teaching them to be dependent on him because we all are. But he's reminding them of it and trying to get them to, to live comfortably in that, to, to trust in him. And in fact, he wants to remind them of this so much that, that when they make the Ark of the Covenant, one of the things that they put in there is manna. They, they, they fill up this thing and they want to keep that as a reminder of the way that God has provided and the way that they trust him. In fact, when, when Moses is, is given the law and all these things that people are supposed to do, he gives them three feasts. He wants them to remember. And here's the, th the three feasts are about this. One was to commemorate and remember leaving Egypt, to remember this whole trip. That, do this every year and remember how God provided for you. But he also gives them two more. And, and one of them uh, happened around the time they were planting food. And one would happen around the time they should be harvesting food. Because God wanted to remind them that even that, like, yes, 
you go out and you work the fields and you take care of these plants and then you pick the food and you do all that. And so you're doing work for it, but really it's me. It's God who is providing those things. It's God who's the one who's sustaining you. It's God is the one that you are dependent on. All three of those same that same purpose and that same purpose that manna served and that honestly that the Sabbath serves. That's why God gives them the Sabbath and says, hey, I want you to stop every week and remind yourself that it's not about you. It's about me. That, that you can stop for a day and just spend it with me because you don't have to run around trying to take care of yourself because I'm going to take care of you and you can trust me to do that. And, you know, he, he's very specific when it comes to the Sabbath that, that it be observed even during harvest and planting these seasons where the people have been so busy doing things that would mean they had food to eat, to, to sustain them, to take care of them. Yet God is saying, even in those times, stop and spend time with me. Stop and trust me. That, that, you know, it, it's incredible to think about. God is basically promising us, you can get done in six days more than you could get done in seven. That, that if you spend six days working and then spend one with me, you'll be better taken care of than if you spend all seven trying to take care of yourself. That I will, I will help you get more done in less time because you've spent time with me and I am the provider. I am the one you're dependent on. Folks, you and I are just as dependent on God. No, most of us don't go out and, and gather food and do those things that the Israelites are going to have to do. We certainly don't go out every morning and, and gather manna off the ground so we have something to eat. We, we have jobs and we have things, you know, incomes that take care of those things. But are those things any less provided by God than manna was to the people of Israel? I mean, he takes care of us just the same as he took care of them. He provides everything that we need in order to live, in order to to have the abundant life that he promises us. I mean, the very air we breathe is only there because God has given it to us and created a world where those things exist. We, we don't have regular feasts to mark the occasion, but we should remember all the time that it's God that provides for us. It's God who takes care of us. That he is the one who sustains us and we should take time to remember to trust in him, to remember that he is the provider, that, that it's not about us. It's not about, oh, I have to do this and I have to work and I have to get all these things done because it all depends on me. It doesn't all depend on you. It all depends on him. So trust him, follow him, and believe him when he tells you that, you know what? You're going to have what you need tomorrow. Here's what you need for today. You can trust me to provide it again tomorrow. Love you guys.